And on the line right now, we've got Joe Kaninenberg, who works with the Bible Society in Australia. He uh, gets Bibles out into schools and does all sorts of songs. And uh, Karen, did you know that he actually does a One Direction cover? He's rewritten it as a bit of a parody. He actually sings that to kids in schools. No way. (laughs) What do you call it, Joe? You don't know. Well, it's you don't know. You're beautiful, but uh, it's uh, working at the shopping mall. (laughs) He's changed the words a bit, yeah. Right. Mm. (laughs) Now, mate, um, you uh, travel all around Australia sharing the Word of God, uh, speaking to to school kids, and I know you've got a a Facebook profile called Bible Joe uh, because you've got such a heart to connect with people, and you're always putting up great Bible verses and inspirational stuff. I love what you do. Uh, Thanks, mate. And I was just telling Karen the other day that I heard you share one of the most impacting stories of, uh, you know, when you're really busy and you hear the voice of God and you think, oh, I'm not going to be obedient. I've just got to get this thing done. But then you end up being obedient. Okay. Uh, Joe's got one of these kind of stories I'd to share with to us. i hear it. <laughs> so, mate, tell us the story. You're, you're travelling in the outback to go and visit a school. Tell us the story. What happened? Yeah, look, I'll, it was uh, – I do a lot of driving. Um, I travel uh, right across the country and um, – I had a four-hour drive this one particular day to a to a school, and uh, I had the opportunity to to take two different roads. And I I normally like one was a tarmac road, one was a dirt road. And I normally don't take the dirt road because I have rolled a car on a dirt road, and I'm not yeah. not a, really a big fan of the dirt roads if I've got the option. But uh, this one particular day, I had the the voice said to me, "Take the dirt road." So I. Uh, after a little bit of arguing with myself, um, ended up taking the dirt road mm. uh, because it was quicker. Also, you know, the, the dirt road was going to be, a, you know, maybe an hour quicker. Um, but of course, you know, dirt roads aren't fun. Anyway, so I'm, I'm driving down this dirt road, and uh, as I as I'm driving down, you know, I'm, I'm about uh, you know 40 minutes into the dirt road, and I and I uh, I pass a Ute on the side of the road, and I didn't think anything of it because we've all passed cars. People are just pulled over on the side of the road. We just passed them. And and that's exactly what I did. I just passed this ute, and I, uh, to be perfectly honest, I probably just thought it was uh, like a farmer in the field, you know, checking the fields and doing what farmers do in fields. <laughs> <laughs> so, and uh, and that's what. I, so I just dro- I, I drove past, and after about uh, five minutes down the further down the road, a voice comes into my head that says, "Turn around and go back and have a look." Mm. Now it's one of those um, you know curiosity voices as well that you, you think to yourself, oh, maybe I should or maybe I should, you know. But then at the same time, I'm thinking, don't do that because, it, you know, you're just going to waste time. It's, there's, there's nothing back there for you. You have to get to the school. You, you've got a job to do. You've got to, you know, and I'm sharing, I'm sharing uh, the Bible with kids in school, so I'm focused on that. And yet uh, this voice gets louder in my head and... Um, to the point where I, I say, God, is this you? Do you? Is this, you know, is this something you want me to do? Um, and then eventually, after another five minutes, so you know, I'm, I'm already ten minutes down, further down the road. Um, I stop the car and I'm saying, God, I'm really not sure, but 
all right, I'm, I hope I never have to tell this story. If, if otherwise, I feel very foolish about driving back to, see, to have a look at this car. So anyway, I drive back. I, I do start driving back, but on the way on the way back to the to the to this Ute, I now have this feeling like I don't know if you've ever walked into a dark room or a an empty car park or something like that. You, you start feeling as though don't go there. Oh, a little bit of fear, hey? Yeah. It's it's like uh, you know something bad's going to happen. Don't you don't have to do this. You're just wasting. You know all these all these thoughts of you don't have to do this is just this is wasting time. What are you doing? Um, you know something bad's going to happen. Or and I can see that it's quite you know quite flat, and I can see the you in the distance. And you're not sure um, if it's God's voice or the devil's voice that's warning you too. You, you're thinking, oh, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um, and of course, I can see the you, and I can't see any activity. There's there's nobody around, and I'm just thinking, still, this is ridiculous, right? Anyway, as I pull up to the Ute, I do something I don't ever do, and I, I, and I open, I open my car, my car door. I leave the motor running just in case I need to make a quick exit. Um, and I walk up behind the Ute, and I, you know, I call out, "Hello, hello, is anybody around?" Uh, and I couldn't see anyone. There wasn't anyone in there. Anyway, I walk up to the cab of the car, and, and as I walk up to the cab of the car, this this face pops up out of this. This kid has been lying across the, the, the seats of the car. He pops his head up, and I just about jump pants and run back to the car. Go, yeah. All right. Um, anyway, he rolls the window down, and his first words to me were, "I prayed you'd come." Oh wow! I prayed you'd come. He he. This kid had obviously been crying. He was about fifteen years old, mm. um, and. Uh, and I look across and I see in on the lying on the passenger seat there's a rifle, mm. and I kind of put two and two together. Mm. Um, I, I find out later that um, he uh, his dad had um, uh, only about nine or ten k's up the road there was a picnic spot, and his father had had taken his own life there a, a year earlier, and and this kid had had taken the the youth from the farm, the family farm. And he was on his way there, but he'd run out of petrol. Oh, really? He'd run out of petrol, and he and this kid, he didn't know God. He just he had just prayed this prayer that some of us pray, uh, which is, God, if you're real, help me. Yeah, mm. in desperation. He's he's, uh, you know, I mean, he's saying to himself, should I go walk there, or should you know, what am I going to do? And and he prays this prayer in in desperation. And for me, it was like. Um, you know, there there are people in this world who really do need to pray that prayer, and they do pray that prayer. And um, but for me, it was like, wow, you know, um, am I listening hard enough that I would turn around and go in the completely different direction as as to where I was going because I've been listening to God. Mm. It's like that you saying, know? it's one thing to get an answer to prayer, but it's another thing to be an answer to prayer. And really, that's it, what you were that day, hey? It's about being available, even when it seems ridiculous. Mm. You know, and, and sometimes the things that God asks us to do seem ridiculous. And and so I turn up and I and I say to, I say to this young man, look, get in my car, I'll take you home. But then I realise I've got to go to the school, so I'm, I travel into the school, and then I think, well, I've I've got to present the gospel to these kids in the school. Um, maybe maybe this kid will come in and listen. So I try and encourage him to come in and listen. He says, no, 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 I'll just sit and wait in your car. <coughs> I say, 
um, okay, well, eventually I gave in, and he just sits there. But unbeknownst to me, on this particular one, on this particular day, and I don't normally have it, but there was a Gospel of Mark that I normally give away to kids in schools, and this there was one of them just sitting on in the the center console of the car. He picks it up and starts reading it, and during the the course of the next hour or so, as I'm in the school, he's sitting there reading the Gospel of Mark. Now, when I come back out pack up the car and we're driving back it's about a three-hour drive back to his house um and and, and on this drive um for, for about two and a half of those hours he's asking me all these questions of um you know who is who is god what is truth well all these these interesting um questions about faith and uh and just about 20 minutes 15 minutes before we arrive at his home, he he, he turns to me and says, Joe, I, I really think it was as though I might want to become a Christian. Awesome. So, we, so, so I stop the car and we pray and, uh, you know, he gives his life to the Lord and that's just really awesome. Um, and uh, you just have no idea when, you know, when you wake up in the morning and you're listening to God that he's going to take you down a, a journey that you have, you know, you're just not expecting. Yeah. Um, when you when you're trying to do one job of uh, for God, and He takes you down a, a different road, um, you know he, you, you learn a lot. And think um, of all the choices that you made that day that led you to uh, be obedient to God. There, you know, you could have gone down the, the 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 tarmac road. You could have kept going on the dirt road. You could have just got in your car and ran off when you saw That's the guy right. had a rifle, you know. Right. You, you, there's all these things, you know, uh, but you were obedient to, you know, led by the Holy Spirit all along the way. And, like, I just got shivers up my spine mm. hearing you share that story today. Uh, and uh, I just think, wow, you know. I actually heard a message once called Divine Interruptions and about <laughs> how there's so many things, you know, all, all day long we're trying to get all these things that we have to get done. But sometimes yeah. God gives yeah. us a divine door that's open and a divine interruption. And that's actually where the ministry ends up happening more than the first job we thought we were going to be doing. And we've got to be ready and prepared, like the Good Samaritan, to stop and care for the people on the side of the road whenever we have an opportunity, don't we, huh? Yeah, look, the amazing thing is too, and I, and I when I do, uh, you know, occasionally I get to share this story, at the, at the moment when I pull pull up to the to the Ute, um, and I actually do sing the song. There was a song that was playing on the radio, which was uh, the Leonard Cohen song "Hallelujah." Oh yeah, and um, and I sing a, a sort of a different version of it, but uh, you know it's that whole um, you know "Hallelujah," I've arrived. Mm. Um, you know the, that that young man's problems hasn't gone away. He still has he still has problems, but he knows now that there is a God who answers prayer. There's a God who sends someone who makes a difference, um, and you know he has found faith, and that is just a significant part, you know, of life for him now. Um, that he he knows he has someone who walks that journey with him. When I heard you share the story the other day, Joe, uh, you shared a bit about uh, a, d- a description of the boy. Well, he's a bit of a chubby kid. Um, he's got a, uh, a cleft lip. So he looks in the mirror every day. I mean, he was looking in the mirror every day and going, oh, you're ugly, no girl's going to like you. Mm. You know, he he gets a bit bullied at school um, and obviously struggles with, um, you know, the death of his dad. Um, but, you know, now he, now he does, he knows that... Um, 
I mean, those problems haven't gone away, but he knows that there there is a God who loves him and cares enough to send someone. Um, you know, I mean, he knows my story, mm. and um, you know, he knows what happened, mm. uh, and and that that that's got to play play a significant part in uh, in his story now. So. Mm, absolutely. And Joe, just before we go, I'd I just like to ask you, you know, there might be people listening that have never actually heard the gospel, that don't know uh, the message of, uh, you know, w- what Jesus did on the cross for us. And people might even want to make a commitment to the Lord right now. Do you just want to share with our listeners what is the gospel and how do people respond to it? Jesus died for us. Um, Jesus is a miracle uh, working uh, saviour. He makes a difference in people's lives. He changes things. He died for us so that we could know uh, forgiveness, so that we could know salvation. And, um, and those are the things that, that each, each of us want. We want to know love. We want to know uh, forgiveness. Um, and, and when we accept Christ, when we accept his love and uh, the relationship that he offers to us, uh, we, we are brought into the family. Um, we can know uh, what it means to be saved. And even in the darkest moments, you know, when we've run out of petrol and there's nowhere else to turn, uh, God will send his son, Jesus, um, to make a difference to the whole to the whole world, but but more than that, to make a difference to to each and every one of us personally. Um, it's not just the whole world; it is individually. Um, he cares enough for for each and every one of us um, that that we we can know Him personally, and that's the thing that we all want. We don't we don't want to know a God of the world. We want to get want to know a God of 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 us. Mm. Um, that, those, that's the thing that changes our, our hearts. You know, we realise that it's not just about other people, but it's about us. Well, mate, it's good news, and the truth is, we're all sinners who need a saviour, and uh, Jesus Absolutely. is the only way—the truth and the life. And uh, mate, you've been obedient. Amen. What an amazing story you've shared with us today. And uh, uh, if people want to find out more about what you do with the Bible Society, uh, you travel around—you know—reaching out to, to school kids, youth groups. You do concerts and all sorts of things. What's the best website if people want to track you down? Well, you can you can certainly uh, go to the BibleSociety.org.au. That's the Bible Society website. Um, if you're looking for me, you can uh, contact me through uh, BibleJoe.com.au. Awesome. Uh, that's uh, Bible J O E Bible Joe, um, and uh, I'm happy to uh, you know make contact and. Um, yeah, you can support us through prayer and obviously through uh, for, for every dollar you give, uh, that, 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 you know, there's a Bible in the hands of, of, a, of another kid. So um, Yeah, good on you, Joe. Well done. Yeah. And, you know, congrats for being so obedient. There's another life uh, saved with a much brighter future. Mm. Amen, amen. Well, God bless you, Bible Joe. Thanks for your time. I reckon you're a history maker. <laughs> Thanks for having me. <laughs> God bless you, mate. <laughs> See you later. 
Thanks for joining us on History Makers. If you'd like to listen to this interview again, just go to historymakers.tv. There you'll find links to Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. You can subscribe to our iTunes podcast or check out our YouTube clips. And you can find out about History Makers TV. We are a faith-based ministry and we appreciate every donation. You know, the vision of History Makers is to share the good news of Jesus Christ to the nations of the world. If you'd like to partner with us, send us an email, info at historymakersradio.com. God bless you. Have an awesome day. I'm Matt Prater. And why don't you go and make history? History Makers. History Makers is proudly sponsored by Bible League, who serve the local church and other partners around the world by providing Bibles, scripture materials and training to help people meet Jesus. They provide God's Word to a lost and needy world. Bible League plants Bibles in prisons, among persecuted Christians and in poor nations, bringing the love and light of Christ into many people's lives around the world. Make history today by joining our friends at Bible League and planting a Bible that will help someone meet Jesus. Go to bl.org.au. Station sponsor.